Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk 087 106 is our WhatsApp number. You can send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com or follow us on Twitter. Happy Friday to you. Now, the former RTE journalist Virgil Keane was renovating an old shed on his farm when he came across the kind of thing you don't find much in a shed, or at least not so much anymore. It was a substantial quantity of gelignite. Virgil, good afternoon to you. Sean, how are you? Not too bad. What stage were you at in renovating this shed? When we bought this place in 2017, it was an old abandoned farm just on the edge of the village of Baltimore in West Cork. Now, nobody had lived there when we bought it for 30 years, and really the land hadn't been worked for more than 50 years. So we, we renovated the main house, and now we started to move out into the land and some of the outbuildings. And we started working just this week on some very small outhouses, small sheds, actually, um, one built of stone and um, walls about two and a half feet thick. But over the years, the roof had fallen in on them. The inside was just full of rubble and that kind of stuff. And uh, we started clearing it out this week and we made this uh, bombshell of a discovery, <laughs> if I could put it like that. <laughs> uh, right, because I'm, I, the reason why I asked you that question is that if you hadn't seen it and you were at the stage of, you know, using power tools or anything... Uh, it could have been a yeah. whole different story we'd be uh, uh, talking about now. Where, where were I, the... I had, yeah, I had earmarked this place for burning rubbish, actually. <laughs> Bur- burning rubbish is illegal. So happily, burning rubbish is no longer legal. So I'm here to talk to you today. And so, uh, was it buried in the ground or in the walls or how was it okay. kind of... So, so we started clearing this out and we had a, a, a digger actually dug it, dug it out. And then the man who was doing the stonework for me, a, a man called Shane Sodriscoll, he gave me a call and he said, look, when I was digging in one corner of this, we found a hidden inside in the wall. It was about two and a half feet thick, an earthenware jar with a, a cork top on it. And the jar is about a, a jar, you might be familiar with them, about a foot tall with a big opening on top. And I said, when I opened it, guess what I found? I thought, I hope it was gold. No, it was explosive. Gelignite was marked on it. And I came over. I, I actually wasn't there at the time. I, I went down and the next morning, we had a good look. And when Seamus took out that container, a whole bit of wall fell away. And inside was a whole number of could we didn't dig it out to see a lot of other little sticks about four or five inches long and an inch around like if you ever see a western or something that people have dynamite mm. about half the length of one of those and uh, then we looked and they were all over the floor as well in one part of the ground so i knew for my work uh, in the past particularly in northern ireland going back in the 80s it says on a gel ignite, I knew what gel ignite was and how unstable it can be as, as it gets older. So we just left it there and went off. I called the guards. Uh, the Skivering Guard Station isn't fully open at the moment. Uh, so they came quickly from Clonakilty, had a look, said, we're calling the bomb squad. Down from Dublin came the bomb squad and, and uh, sealed off the whole place. And they, uh, and presumably, did they blow it up or did they move it to a different location or is your shed well, completely totaled now? That was my concern. <laughs> they said, well, look, if we blow up the shed and all this beautiful stonework, uh, you can, yeah, here's a card, you can claim it back from uh, 
the civil compensation scheme in about 10 years time. So anyway, that was beside the point. So we, there was a digger on site and they, when the bomb squad arrived, they had a huge truck with robots and jeeps and everything, a couple of jeeps. So they, well, I had to leave. We had to evacuate the house. They seal off all the roads around and then they said they were going to have controlled explosions. So we have about 10 acres there and in one part they uh, dug a huge hole and started putting this stuff in, taking it out. And in total they found 180 sticks of gel ignite. And I looked it up afterwards. That's enough to take down a city block. It's yeah. a huge amount of explosives. So they dug a big hole and then they had three controlled explosions yesterday evening, three big loud bangs uh, to get rid of it and now it's all gone. And I suppose the intriguing question is how long was it there and who put it there originally? Yeah, now we, when we bought this place we knew it had a history and um, the family who lived there were the O'Neill family and after we bought it they, we got a visit from an American man who was a descendant of these people and he was able to tell us all about these people. So it turns out that Back in the, it's it's been there for a hundred years. It's there since the War of Independence, but it was still viable explosive. And it turns out that back in the nineteen, say nineteen nineteen, nineteen twenty twenty one, they were in this cottage, little cottage that we had. They were incredibly. They had eleven children there, and three of them, men who were like in their late teens, early twenties, were senior in the IRA in West Cork. One of them called Dennis O'Neill was a very well-known figure and he had been in the ambush in Kamaika, which was one of the biggest incidents in, in the War of Independence where there were 16, I, I looked it up this morning, 16 black and tans and three IRA men killed in that action and he apparently took part in that and we now believe that when either before or at the time of the treaty, he hid, buried, he and his two brothers who were his lieutenants in the area, he was the captain, buried this explosive in the wall of this shed. It was down quite low. They took out a whole lot of stones, buried it deep into the wall and closed it up again. And there it stayed, more or less forgotten about for hundreds of years until last Wednesday. And did these lads fight in, in the Civil War, do you know? Maybe it was, like, stashed there well, for... Yeah, they... We suspect, and I don't know this now, that, that they, they hit it. They, we suspect that they were anti-treaty people and they hit it there. But then... Yeah, these uh, their descendants are able to tell us that these people, most of them, emigrated to the U.S. in the mid to late 1920s, and uh, most of them didn't come back. So we presume it was there and forgotten about. Then the roof of this shed is a shed is about three meters square, it's small. Like we are going to use it for lawnmower and that kind of stuff. That the shed, the roof, probably thatched roof, fell in. Bits of the wall fell down, and it was there completely buried. And then. We, I was asking the guards yesterday where it came from. They couldn't say where it came from, but they, the army were able to tell me that from the labels on the stuff itself, it was made in a factory in the UK. The factory closed in 1920. And then they were speculating. And like this is all a bit of local history. I'm amazed at the number of people who were interested in it, that they were what the first... Um, action in the War of Independence was an ambush by the Cork uh, Brigade 
provisions of the IRA in Tipperary, where they, a place called Solahead Beg, where they captured a huge amount of gelignite, which is this stuff. Yeah. Most of it was never found. And now there seems to be a belief that this, what we found the other day, is part of that. Right. So now, that, you yeah, said you have... Said to me, actually, one of your people, I've seen the mayor, said... It's history come alive a hundred years later. It's there to touch. Absolutely. Now, the, the thing is, how many outhouses do you have, Fergal? And, you know, are you worried? <laughs> no, I'm not worried. I've, I've been around the world. I'm a pretty tough guy, but I'd be worried that somebody might go in and uh, not, not know what it was. When it was described to me, I knew exactly what it was and mm. how dangerous it was. We have a few other outhouses that we've never been to. Now, this place when we bought it, it's kind of, it's a project for us and we intend to kind of restore it a little bit and do some rewilding, but we have to unwild lots of it first because it's so completely overgrown. We've never been to parts of it. So, and there are other outbuildings and big walls and stuff that we're going to get to at various stages. And the advice from uh, the army bomb squad yesterday was, well, look, we've cleared this bit, but, you know, if you're digging any more around these walls, be a bit careful. And if anything falls out, give us a call. One of our, uh, Paul and Tommy, who, who are listening to us, they saying in Inner City, Dublin, says, as a boy, 12 years old, myself and a friend found a bag of gelignite near the offices of a political party. We stuffed it into our pockets and went to a concert in the SFX. True story. A guard heard about it, stopped the concert and carefully walked us out. Yeah. Yeah, look, I know from, shown from working in Northern Ireland back in the 80s when this stuff was used by terrorist mm. groups that it, as it gets on, it becomes very unstable because what the, the main component is a thing called nitroglycerin, which is... It's liquid, and if you had a little file or of that stuff, you threw it, it would explode. And as it gets older, it starts weeping out of um, uh, the, of the gelignite, so it becomes more unstable as it gets older. So, you know, we, we, they, we were pretty lucky that uh, we yeah. didn't have an accident with it beforehand when we didn't even know it was there. And I, I passed this thing a thousand times. I'd never looked in there. Oh, I was clear that I'd someday light a fire in there or something. And um, there we are. Yeah. Well, Fergal, that's an extraordinary story. Best of luck with the rest, the rest of the renovations. Very carefully, though, uh, one would uh, have thought. Fergal, thanks a million. That was uh, Fergal Keane there uh, in West Cork. Um, Noel says, I was demolishing an old barn years ago. I found three grenades. I suggested we put them in the boot of the car and drive them to the local Garda station. My mate said, what if one explodes? I said, we'll tell them we just found two then. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm. With Anna Glaze. On News Talk.